There's a hundred or more episodes of this kid's show. It's somebody's job to recap it. But the obvious problem for our group of co-hosts is going on too many tangents. Like maybe watching TikToks and Cord Dog Yummy Yummy or finding all our superpowers. Mentioning the times that Candace can test lit or playing a game for an hour. Giving nosy points, going to Twitter jail or laying some kind of egg. Reading and studying, running like Naruto or Vent and Fake when a pig. As you can see, there's a whole lot of stuff to say before this show is done. So stick with us, cause what you're doing, Pod, is gonna have some fun. So stick with us, cause what you're doing, Pod, is gonna have some fun. Mom! Felipe, Will, and Navi are making a podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of What You Doing, your favorite Christmas time podcast. Just kidding, it's a Phineas and Ferb Rewatch podcast. And I am one of your many co hosts here today. And uh, my Christmas wish list includes a new podcast to listen to. And that's what you're getting today. So I am Felipe, and I'm joined by someone who uh, loves figgy pudding. William, William, what is your Christmas desire this year? I, I love figgy pudding a lot more than I love Taylor pudding. I'll, I'll say that much. Okay. I don't understand the reference. Really? No, I might have to Google. I, uh, I, don't, I don't think you need to, to Google Survivor Millennials v Gen X. Oh. But, uh, you know. I get it. Okay. Figgy and Taylor. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Sorry. We're all here now. We're all here now. We're all here now. <laughs> Listen, that went above my head. Uh, anyways, uh, we got someone who is an elf in our town of Danville today helping us through this mission. We got Nathan Davis returning to the podcast for the first time in a minute. How are you doing, Nathan? Hello. I am doing great. It's been a long time since I was here. I think I was here for like the fifth episode of this whole entire thing but now i'm back a season later because i specifically asked for this episode so i'm very excited yes we're happy to have you and as always we are joined by our and credit here on the finish for podcast uh her her christmas present includes a new silver electric guitar navi how are you doing today uh i'm doing wow wow uh, an electric guitar so fancy uh I don't know how to play a guitar, but I appreciate the gift. Well, we are happy you are here. And yeah, we're here to talk about uh, Phineas and Ferb's Christmas Vacation, an episode that Nathan specifically requested. So Nathan, why did you want to talk about this episode? Yeah, so uh, every year for Christmas, um, there's like a long laundry list of stuff that I like to do every year. like. Um, like ma- making specific cookies that we have every year, um, having our like annual Christmas uh, Christmas Eve competition to decide who opens presents first. Um, but I also have a long laundry list of um, just random Christmas episodes of various TV shows. So like the SpongeBob Christmas specials, the Fairly Odd Parents Christmas specials, and uh, this Phineas and Ferb Christmas special is definitely up there, and I watch it every year, and I love it so much. 
He's a real he's a real Daniel Strunk with his uh, Christmas uh, viewing habits. He's he's got a whole list of things and got to make sure he watches all of them and keep track of them. Do you have a spreadsheet, Nathan? Um, I have a list on my phone. He has he has a he has an Apple Notes. He has a I Notes an, app. I have an Apple Notes of it's literally called Things to Do Over Christmas Break, and it's a long ass list of just random things that I like to do. Well, we appreciate that you're dedicated to the Apple cause, unlike your brother, who we have to, when Navi and I will thumbs up a message, and then I'll say, Navi, thumbs up, uh, quote, message, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, William, it's your fault. It's it's definitely my fault, and not the fault that someone else decided to delete all other group chat options from their phone. <laughs> Listen, you are saying that my mental health matters less than than. Your it's not what I said. I, I just said, don't complain about it. <laughs> Listen, I I will tolerate hey, many things. If, if, if you're shaming people for not owning Apple products, you are a slave to capitalism. That's all I'm saying. Are we not you, all? You we are live getting, in this country. You are, you are getting got. You are doing exactly what they want you to do. I am also. And uh, I will not be shamed into buying an inferior product. I think we're all slaves to capitalism. The fact that we are on Spotify, right? Actually, 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 uh, I found out thanks to our last guest, Sarah, that our, some of our episodes are not hitting Spotify. So I have been in communication. Yeah, I noticed on- that with the last couple. Is that when yeah. we when we moved over to Transistor? Yeah, that's my guess. Yep. Uh, but everything else that I've been doing on Transistor has gone on to Spotify. Just what you're doing. So maybe maybe they don't love the Phineas and Ferb over there. But we'll keep going, chugging along. Um, so yeah, we're talking about Christmas vacation. Navi or Will, I know we got Nathan's backstory. Did you remember this episode? Not at all. Nope. You're lying. No, I'm I'm not lying at all. Yeah. Nathan you don't watches watch it December. With Nathan? He, he watches I, I think he's really uh undersold the stew here on how much he watches on on this list. It's got uh yeah, several right. glee episodes oh oh wait got, i need to know uh, which one Mickey's which one is once upon and twice upon a christmas what about locked and uh, snowden at the house of mouse is that on there yep it is it is in fact on the list um, that, i i usually have to google it or like watch it on like yeah. a bootleg website because it's nowhere to be found is it not on disney plus it might be on Disney Plus now. We'll see. Uh, it might be now, but I don't think it was last year. It's not. It hasn't been on Disney Plus. Like that's. Huh. I don't think the House of Mouse is on Disney Plus. Really? Which is a travesty. Exactly. Um, but all, all all this to say, there is a lot of stuff that he watches, and okay, but I, I have a very have important question. Watch all of it with him. What is Nathan's favorite Glee Christmas episode? Oh. Uh, Do you have probably. the list on you of all of all the things you watch? I what? think there's only four Glee episodes. Christmas there, episodes. there are only four Glee Christmas episodes. It's the the one where Brittany wants Artie to walk. It's the one where they do the the like TV show thing with the Star Wars. Yeah, the the stuff. TV show one is the is my favorite one. Okay, uh, I like I like the season two one the most. And then honestly, season five is a snooze fest. But I think some of the the season five Christmas episode where they're the chipmunks is hilarious. <laughs> That that episode is unhinged. It is so unhinged. Everything about that episode is unhinged. Yeah. Uh, I assume Will and Navi were never Gleeks. I no, watched I... the first couple seasons whenever it was the most popular thing on television, but uh, I didn't finish the whole thing. 
yeah, I watched the first three seasons live, and then I went back and watched on Netflix years later the whole thing. So, uh, yeah, I only watched the first season because everyone in my class is talking about it, and I'm like, eh, wasn't for me. Sorry, someone just mm-hmm. sent me a Jessica Lewis tweet. Yeah, don't worry about it. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, we're we, yeah. We this podcast is gonna go long enough as it is. We do not have the time okay. to <laughs> talk about this uh, 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 survivor discussion that I am not qualified to speak on. Okay, well, oh, the Phineas and Ferb wiki breaks it up into acts this this episode. So there's four acts. Do we want to do a? Oh, and then we can do a whole section on the differences with the half hour version. So, um, anyways. Uh, it's the morning of Christmas Eve, and Phineas and Ferb are shown through flying through the air on their dual toboggan bags. And we also get our own little Phineas and Ferb Christmas theme song. Um, any any fun changes that made you smile to this episode? Uh, my favorite part was them shoveling the driveway. <laughs> yeah. As a Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. I liked uh, I liked uh, giving a yeti a shower was funny. Uh, the the snow angels bit where where they like snow angels that really fly, where Isabella does a snow angel on a snowball that's giant and it eats off. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I was surprised that uh, we didn't really uh, get a ton of the Candace shenanigans in the theme song that she's usually in there for, but. Yeah, I thought I thought this was I thought this was a good a good little thing. Yeah. This, this was one of the uh, pieces of feedback we got. We got a tweet from Elizabeth uh, that said she loved the uh, uh, changed title, the altered title sequence. Yeah. At first, at first when I saw the tweet, I thought she was talking about the the theme song that I wrote for this show, and I was like, <laughs> oh wait. Yeah. Well, someone's narcissistic. No, I I uh, yeah, you know. Um, anyways, uh, Candace is in her room talking to Linda on the cell phone. Linda and Lawrence are going to wait for the grandparents at the airport because the flight from England has been delayed due to snow. Um, Candace is stressed out because Jeremy, she's heard a rumor that Jeremy got her the perfect present. And Candace is like, well, I need to get one. And she's like going off on the phone. And Linda's like, boys, please forgive me. What are your brothers doing today? Um, so, uh, Candace is like, they're doing nothing, which is weird. So then she goes to investigate. Um, then she finds them sitting in their beds because they were flying and they had their emergency system plan where they pulled the parachute, they opened like some gate into the room. And, um, yeah. So Phineas mentions that they're seizing the day without getting out of bed and they cross that off their to-do list. Uh, and Candace yeets the clipboard out of their hands and is like, oh my God, writing a letter to Santa Claus is here. And she's like, writing a letter to Santa. So um, she really she she really runs this bit into the ground, uh, yeah. making fun of anyone so, who wants to write a letter to Santa. It reminds me of in the time travel episode where she's like, ha 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 ha, that's hilarious, Jeremy. It's like, because mm-hmm. it was even in the same cadence as that. Um, yeah. When was the last letter you wrote to Sienna? And what did you request in it? Do you remember? I don't know. Nathan, Navi? I just remember that they would put 
let, put kids' letters in the newspaper, and that's all I remember. I don't remember at all what I said. Yeah, so at, at our elementary schools, they would have all the kids write letters to Santa in the classroom, and then they would they would share them all in the newspaper on one day in the in the daily news. Um, so it was it was a fun time making fun of the the kids for what they asked for. I say I say this as like we were in like high school uh, laughing at what like first and second graders asked for. Like uh, like this this was like uh, none of these people we knew. It's just people yeah. laughing at kids. That's all. Exactly. Um, yeah. No. Uh, do you remember any letters that you wrote, like requesting something extravagant? Not really. I remember I requested a Wii when that was hop, hopping. Speaking of Wii, uh, Navi reminded me that uh, Switch Sports is coming out tomorrow. Ooh. It will have already been released by the time this podcast does. Yeah, we're recording earlier than normal, um, which is exciting for us. Uh, but yeah, uh, that and so Candace, anyways, grabs the idea of getting Jeremy to write a letter to Santa so she can just snoop on it. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, I think I think this is a good move. I think this is a smart move because she wants to know what uh jeremy wants but she's too afraid to ask him i think honestly that is the smarter move is to ask him what he wants yeah because finney said uh, that but uh tricking him into it is is right up there yeah um anyways candace soon realizes that the this way she can get the perfect president for not president present for jeremy um with specifically saying right in detail jeremy what you most want um so Phineas, yeah, Phineas says that you could just ask Jeremy what he wanted uh, to avoid any unnecessary complications. And Candace just laughs. Uh, so uh, Santa, Phineas goes on this monologue saying that Santa is awesome, saying he gives everything to everyone else. He never asks for anything in return. And he tells Ferb that, uh, are you thinking what I'm thinking? And Ferb gives him a blueprint. And Phineas is like, ew, ew, Ferb, what the heck, man? Mm-hmm. And then Ferb just picks it up, flips it around, and Finney's like, you are thinking what I'm thinking. Um, they're going to turn uh, Danville into a giant thank you card. Now, I have one very important question. What do you think was on the blueprint in Finney's yeah, mind? Yeah, what did, what did he think it was turned upside down? I don't know, but it's a good bit. I, I yeah. love this joke. Do they do it again? To your uh, I mean, yeah. maybe in the future, but in, not in this episode, episode they did it right here and it was it was it was good are blueprints like have you ever actually seen a blueprint in real life that are on blue paper uh i've seen them on white paper yeah i i i'm not an architect though so but but yeah i've never seen them on on blue paper navi do you get to look at a lot of blueprints for your job like reporting on the news uh no no blueprints uh i i no. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know. Nathan, do you see a lot of blueprints in Oklahoma? No. No. Yeah, blueprints are such a weird thing to me. I feel like they're not on blue paper and that stresses me out. Anyways, Perry the platypus, he puts a top hat on a snowman and the snowman's like, 
he he comes to life and he's like winter time is fun follow me and then we just keep the camera on perry the snowman we hear a crash and uh the carrot rolls over to perry um so i i laughed but also my heart went out to the snowman to mr frosty um but uh perry then pops out the agency's elevator into the christmas party with all the animals uh major monogram and carl are there is this the first time we've seen major monogram's legs uh no certainly not he was the co-host of the the cliptastic countdown true and i know uh, and that was probably not even the first one either but yeah so major monogram's like oh you brought me a snack perry he eats the carrot um and he's like imitating the snowman as well uh Anyways, it's Secret Santa time, and Carl mentions that it uh, it's Perry's turn, so he picks out Perry's present from underneath the tree. Uh, Perry opens it up to see a South Tuscany Christmas CD. Carl responds, and he's like excited for it, but then um, the note says, your Secret Santa has exquisite taste. Mm-hmm. Um, and Monogram is like, Carl, we all know you got this present for Perry. And Carl's like, I didn't, sir. Um, so who do you think got the present for Perry? My money's on the camel. Agency. Agency. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, could this be Peter the Panda? Mm, Peter the Panda. I don't Peter see not- Peter the Panda in this picture. I do see Agent E, the eagle. I saw Agent um, E, the dog. Is, is Pinky there? Uh, I don't see Pinky in this photo. There's also a deer that's wearing like three different fedoras hanging on its antlers like a coat rack. Yeah. Um, have you ever participated in Secret Sandos? And if so, uh, did you enjoy your experience? Uh, yeah, uh, so I... I uh, you do a family the, Secret Santa? Uh, we used to with our cousins because uh, we have uh, our mom's side of the family. There's like 11 cousins in our generation. So we, we, we've done uh, Secret Santa that way. Or I guess it was it was more like public Santa where like we all had a cousin yeah, that we got a gift for, but uh, I did the the um, RHAP gift exchange Secret Santa thing this year. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, I didn't do it this year, but I've done it in the past, and Rob has been, and Rob got me a gift one year. So nice. I, I got this uh, great uh, Carly Rae Jepsen pillow. Someone got me this pillow. Uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. Uh, let me see if I have something on my desk from a secret Santa. This is from a secret Santa, this tough, um, from the post-show mm. recast one this year. Yeah. Uh, and I got an ink. Felipe's holding well. a, a tough Funko pop. Oh yes. For, Thank you for those who can't see us. Yes. Um, but yeah. Uh, and then, uh, we, I got that friend shirt from a secret Santa this year from work. Um, mm-hmm. and then, one of like the the key COVID PAs, he got me a book of podcasting, like how to start your own podcast, which I appreciated, but nice. a little late because he didn't know. I think he just knew that I liked podcasts, mm-hmm. <laughs> that I had podcasts, but yeah. Nobby or Nathan, any fun Secret Santa gifts in your history books? Uh, now, there, there was one time when... I think I was in high school, maybe middle school, but like I had friends over for like a Christmas party and we were doing um, Dirty Santa. 
What's and, Dirty Santa? Uh, it's like so, White Elephant. Yeah. Oh, like elephant. the Big Brother comp? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I, I guess this isn't Secret Santa, but, you know, I feel like it's close enough. Yeah. But um, we, I went first, and I unwrapped, like, this big, like, pretty thick blanket that was just, like, really, really soft and really nice. And anyone who knows me, I love, like, wrapping up in a blanket, hanging out in pajamas, like, even whenever it's, like, 90 degrees outside. I just like the comfort. Um, so I opened this blanket, and since I was first, um, someone stole the blanket from me, and I was furious that they stole it from me. Um, and then come to find out on Christmas Day, um, my parents had actually bought me that exact same blanket, and they were actually happy that it got stolen from mm-hmm. me, because if I kept it, I would have ended up with two of the exact same blanket. Love that. Um, we have you on the line. Is William a good gift giver? Am I ever? Am I fucking ever? Nathan, tell him what gift you just got from me. Um, so he actually did. Was it your birthday recently? No, no, it was, it was on, it was on back order. It was, it was on back order for Christmas. It literally came in earlier this week. Um, right, right, right in time for May. (laughs) What was it a hot topic, William? It was, was a hot it? topic. Yeah. Okay. It, he he found at Hot Topic a copy of a real life Eels and Escalators game. From oh, I think Will told me that he got this. I did. And it it has been uh uh four months, right? That'd be four months, and it mm-hmm. finally came in. And well, in another four months, Will's gonna have to start looking at Christmas presents to get them in time this year. <laughs> It was it was that like so many people wanted this game that uh, like would, I ordered it in like October and it was still like oh this won't ship until the, the first estimate they gave me was that it wouldn't ship till July and it shipped in uh, April. No, the the three gifts I got for my brothers this year, I got I got Nathan this uh, SpongeBob Eels and Escalators board game. Uh, Sam, I got him this attachment that turns his charcoal grill into a pizza oven so he can uh, grill his own pizzas. And Tucker, there is this company that turns your pets into uh, Pokemon cards. And I got him a Pokemon card that had our dog on it who passed away last year. So I'm a good gift giver. I'll call it. Love that for you. I'd agree. Um, I think I'm a good gift giver. I like to think. Um, Anyways, uh, Carl... Uh, and Monogram start having to brief Perry, and Monogram is like, turn around, Perry, and uh, Agent B turns and looks at the monitor, and then he turns back and sees Monogram having, like, a pop-up uh, green vest or green uh, shirt that he always wears. And he's like, I said, turn around, Agent. <laughs> um, and- it's like it's like one of those uh, uh, um, wedding photo booths where they have all the props. It's like a mustache on a stick. Yeah. Except it's like the the upper neck part or i guess upper chest lower neck part of his shirt yeah um but he finishes the briefing and is like duke insurance is up to something uh and so perry has to go take a work call while the rest of the the people get to party um meanwhile can we talk about this jeremy is woken up by candace what time it says 6 42 but i felt like it was midday by the plot of the story. 
no, because the the boys said something about wanting to do stuff without getting out of bed. Does uh, the sun rise that early in the winter? That's what I wanted yeah, to say. Yeah, 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 but, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. Six forty-two in the winter. So that's, that's the whole reason why, like, the winter is when the sun comes up early. So we have daylight savings time. It pushes everything back, so the sun comes up later and goes down later. Uh, it it definitely comes up early in the in the. In I don't the, know if it's that bright at six forty-two still. Uh, let me do some googling. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Navi, what did you think about the part where Candace wakes Jeremy up and she's like, "What you doing?" And Isabella is. We hear her like we see her anxious that something's off. Yeah, I love that. Uh, uh, Isabella was like, "Did someone summon me?" Like it was very <laughs> funny. I laughed out loud at that part. I love how they're leaning into the what you're doing stuff now, like between last episode where they were like, I'm right here when Susie and uh, Candace were there. Um, but yeah. Um, so uh, she, she sensed the disturbance in the what you doing force. Uh, Candace is talking about writing a letter to Jeremy when she's interrupted by Phineas and Ferb. Uh, and they raise a picture of Santa onto the roof. Um, so Jeremy reminds her that they were talking about giving letters to Santa and she begins to laugh, but she's like, wait, no, I can't laugh. Uh, Jeremy says Candace something, something, but she hangs up, um, thinking he doesn't suspect a thing. Um, so yeah, so she, she wonders what Jeremy would want and it's a song. What does he want? What do we think of this song? This is the dumbest song ever. This is so stupid. She, she just wonders what. What does he want? He wants you. He has a crush on you, but you two don't see it, and y'all are dumb. the The entire the entire song's just pointless to me. I thought the song was catchy, and I love that this is our Stacy and Jenny appearance for the episode. Yeah, that was like the one plus for me. I'm like, ooh, Stacy and Jenny sighting. Yeah, especially Jenny's. Have we seen Stacy recently? I feel like it's been at least five episodes. Um, yeah, I can't think of any episode we talked about this last month or so where she was like the prominent character. So, yeah. I'm so Stacy got robbed in Brand Steel. Me too, especially because she was on my team. Yes. Um, so anyways, should we, um, should, did Will find his answer or is he still looking? Okay, we'll keep going. Will, once you have an answer, you let us know. Uh, Phineas and Ferb are on the roof of their house admiring their creation, a rest stop for Santa. Um, so basically they create this place where he can burn off the milk and cookies and then eat more milk and cookies. Uh, he can schwitz as we later find out. Um, so Isabella, Buford, and Baljeet arrive and Buford's like, this is a clubhouse. And Phineas is like, it's not a clubhouse. Um, so did anyone else have any favorite highlights from the clubhouse? Like any, any things for Santa to do while he's chilling? Nope. Okay. Uh, no, I, I, the, the, the little like beard steamer thing was really funny. Ah, uh, yes. Did you I, so, uh, sunrise thing. Here? I think it depends on, I think it depends on what like how far east or west in the uh, in the time zone you are, but I think I think six forty two for a past sunrise time is is uh, uh, it looked fairly like reasonable. Midday. It looked like midday. That's right, yeah. Okay. Uh, did you relate to the beard like little thing as like another person with facial hair? Uh yeah, sure. 
I don't know that it's uh, but you, mustaches and beards are very different. I think. Uh, yeah, it's it's like there's a lot more uh, beard maintenance stuff that is, I think, less of a hassle than uh, mustache maintenance stuff. But yeah, I think I think it'd be cool for sure. Um, anyways, Phineas uh, asks everyone if they finished writing their thank you letter and Candace is laughing far away um, that they uh, answer at the same time. They haven't written thank you letters uh because no one ever said anything about it. And they're like, this is the ultimate thank you then. Um, so yeah. Uh, have you, have any of you ever written a thank you letter? Like Nathan, after you first saw this episode where you're like, I don't know how old you were. I don't want to do math right now. Uh, did you think of writing a thank you letter to Santa? No, no. I mean, that just feels like more work. I'm too, I'm too enthralled with my presence to <laughs> think, you know what? I should write a thank you letter. Yeah, I do. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention: I like that they called Santa a uh, uh, jolly Ruben-esque world traveler. <laughs> uh, that phrasing was very really funny. The other thing we skipped over, uh, or that I skipped over, that I meant to mention, uh, was that the snowman was definitely voiced by Dan Pavenmeyer, which makes him, of course, a snow Dan. Uh, <laughs> any fun Phineas and Ferb TikToks lately? Yeah, not, uh, none, none notable. I always like to check in with the Phineas and Herb TikToks. Um, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, at Doofenshmirtz Evil Incorporated, Perry busts through Doofenshmirtz's wall. Doofenshmirtz traps Perry by stringing lights around him and a bird on his bill saying, and a partridge on a Perry, which I chuckled at. Um, Doofenshmirtz continues to show Perry the naughty inator and explains that naughty juices in the tank are vaporized and shot into the air. However, I'm, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, something lost in the in the wiki summary here is that he calls it naughty nectar. I which don't. I like hate. I'm, I'm so uncomfortable. What? The 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 big like <laughs> vats full of of mysterious white ooze. I think are, it's are known as are known as naughty nectar. Uh, and that's all I'll say about that. Naughty nectar, yeah, <laughs> and I mean it did look very um, custardy. That's, that's the hashtag. Hashtag naughty nectar. <laughs> Lustin for a bustin. Uh, anyways, uh, where were we? Oh, the naughty nectar. However, Doofenshmirtz has one plan. Problem in the plan, he doesn't hate Christmas. And then he goes into the song uh, about how he hates all these other things, uh, including holidays. Um, did he say Flag Day is infertile? I think that was the uh, lyric. Yeah, flag, flag Day is infernal. April Fool's. Oh, just... infernal. Okay, not infertile. In... <laughs> yes, Flag Day cannot have children. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what the Naughty Nectar was for. I'm kidding. I will say he did say Valentine's Day is a horror, and I 100% agree. Wow. Valentine's Day sucks. Wow. I like the day after Valentine's Day when all the candy's on sale. <laughs> well, no, I, thought it was- I, say this, I say this as a choir student that um, Will, I think William knows about part of this, but so in, in high school, um, 
we always did singing valentines that anyone in the school district could um, order a valentine for a student and then like the high school kids would um, go around and like sing to these kids and like give them candy and stuff that it was absolute hell every single year because it, it was so long we had to get up at like 6 30 we were going after school hours every group had like 60 valentines to do all in one day so they had so much work to do it was exhausting everybody wanted to kill each other by the end of the day you typically did not even have time to eat lunch so you're you're running on fumes by the end of the day and yeah valentine's day sucks so i i completely agree I that's, think your, your district should have done what the school district that I knew went, uh, had, uh, whereas just the, the acapella group, you pay like $5 like a couple days before. And then during Valentine's Day, they'll like break it off in the lunch groups and then they, or like whoever has breaks, free periods, and then they'll go around the school performing singing Valentine's Day stuff. And I feel like that's like much less strenuous on the, or choir students I don't know. Yeah, but then if, if they had done that, then you wouldn't get to hear two minutes of my brother complaining that he got a full day off of school. Oh, Ooh, are you going to take <laughs> no, that, Nathan? No, it wasn't fun. I would rather just have a listen. Yeah, I know. Remember, I know. I know you'd you rather not, just have a regular remember, day of school. Do you not you remember that my schedule was progressively and progressively easier? Yeah, Nathan, Nathan had a very easy high school schedule because my uh, high school started offering a lot of uh, concurrent community college classes. Uh, mm -hmm. So he took a lot of those online and I don't think he ever had to come to school before like 10.30 a.m. Correct. Except, so except my freshman year when I got a full schedule. So but, th th uh, this is why you're hearing him complaining about waking up at, at 6.30 a.m. Um, sounds... Which is a pretty normal time for most other high schoolers. Yeah. Uh, can we just go back to... I thought Navi was going to say, I love the day after Valentine's Day, because why did I assume this about Navi? That she would just, like, stand outside or watch from her window people doing the walk of shame, just, like, giggling. Oh, no. Well, I <laughs> like, would do that, too, probably. Not a nectar. Uh, yeah, no... Uh, I, I don't know. That, for whatever reason, I was like, oh my God, that's hilarious. And then she said for the discount here, I was like, oh, that makes more sense. <laughs> I don't know. Navi has big point and laugh energy. <laughs> um, so yeah, so then uh, he does his, uh, his song and then he mentions that he did not even make the plans himself. They were mailed to him from his uncle Justin from Borneo, uh, where he is rumored to be in hiding. Uh, and he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna there's nothing better to do than just press this button and wait until I have a reason, uh, which Perry gets uh, relieved by. Um, so we're finally on act two and we'll speed this up a little bit. Um, uh, Phineas and Ferber are on a podium. They announce to everyone how they will be decorating Danville uh, to celebrate Santa Claus. Um, and we get a little festive music that plays as part of the montage. I believe the song is called That Christmas Feeling. Um, and not this another Samsung ad. Stop. Uh, and then Candace is doing a dance while walking and singing a bit of that Christmas feeling when she arrives at the Johnson residence. Uh, she Jeremy is distracted by the new arrival of Tinsel. Um, and Candace is distraught and calls out to him saying that she already licked the stamps for the letters. Um, yeah, 
anyone want to jump in here or which like she really didn't she like she was just holding them and then as jeremy started to run away she was like oh i already like the stamps you got to come back and then yeah he didn't i will say i was surprised that Susie was not more prominent uh social but then again i guess uh the whole moral of the story of this special is that uh all of candace's pain was self-inflicted this episode so yeah yeah um yeah so uh we get uh doofus hurts evil incorporated doofus saying that all he wanted for christmas was the ability to hate christmas and then a knock at the door um he opens it and there are some carolers nathan is not pictured but he was there in spirit um singing we wish you a merry christmas and uh the carols start barging in and start asking for figgy pudding and doofus hurts gets aggravated by them not saying please by them entering his apartment that he says, I finally have a reason to hate Christmas. So long, Christmas. You're Felice Navi dead to me. And I did honestly, I did write that line down, Felice Navi yeah. dead to me. He he got frustrated because they kept singing the line, uh, we won't go until we get some over and over and over again. Yeah. It's the principle of the thing. Which is very funny. They like they they literally did not stop. We won't go until we get some. Navi, what's it like to get name dropped in this episode? It's amazing. Every holiday season, whenever Felice Navidad comes on, people are like, Felice Navi's dad? I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, then, uh, have you, either of you, have any of you had figgy pudding? Uh, yes. It's um, not really what you'd expect. It's kind of, it's closer to a bread pudding than like uh, like a like a jello pudding type thing it's it's kind of like a bread a bread pudding with with figs in it figs i love a fig newton <laughs> um anyways uh the north pole satellites uh have picked up that danville is naughty so uh a lot of names start streaming out the these papers uh and blaine gets it um and clunt is that his name uh, Cluent, yeah. Cluent uh, comes over complaining that children get worse and worse every year. My favorite character was the random elf who came over and starts blabbing to Blaine about uh, how Cluent, uh, Cluent uh, keeps repeating the phase. Sorry, words are hard. How about Cluent and he keeps repeating the phase, in fact, and Blaine gets annoyed. Um, so he walks away. Uh, what do we think of this little elf guy? I like the delivery of how he kept saying, uh, in fact, like a, he's yeah. like a little like know-it-all loser. It's great. Mm-hmm. I related to that. I like, um, I like the bits with the elves. Yeah. And then he was like, mm, just go up and talk to the first person you've seen. That's how you make friends. I'm never going to another seminar. Um, which And I that's laugh. why I always say, fuck having friends. Except for you guys. You guys are great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no new friends. Yes. Yeah. Just stick with uh, the friends you already have. Yeah. Thank you for being a friend. I want to sing a friend song, but that's like the only thing I can think of. Um, anyways, at, at Phineas and Ferb's house, uh, they notice that the sky has gone dark. Phineas says, is it me or does the sky look really dark and ominous as if foreshadowing events will have a negative impact on our lives? And mm-hmm. these mail trucks arrive. They come up the snowy drive 
the last one stops with a mailman who apologizes to Phineas and Ferb, but says everyone's to- letter to Santa was returned after being branded naughty. Um, and Phineas like, how could that be possible? And Candace mentions how the boys got everyone in Danville involved in their hair-bearing schemes. So Phineas gets really sad. He's like, is this all my fault? And Candace replies, sometimes we do things without knowing they're naughty. Sometimes we do a whole summer worth of them. And Phineas is so sad. This is the Phineas Gaslight Watch. What the hell, Candace? <laughs> what the hell, indeed? Do you want to go on? No, it's just uh, like, he's just trying to have fun. And, and she's like blaming the fate of all humanity in this tri-state area around this these two boys. I have felt sad for Phineas. Uh, and then Phineas, we wake up, or he doesn't wake up. Uh, he pretends that he goes to bed and he's like, okay, uh, bad dream, right? Christmas wasn't canceled. And Isabella says, no matter how, how many times you try this, it's not going to work. Um, I like and... I like this this little bit where <laughs> he just like pretends like he woke up and he's like it was all a dream. Yeah, like, it didn't work like that. It, 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 it this was like big big Abed energy. Yeah, to, like try and try and uh, meta game the cartoon. Exactly, but Isabel's like, are you just gonna stay in bed for the rest of your life? And Phineas is like, why not? Um, Isabella says that the mall closes in twenty minutes, and they end up going. Oh, they're in a mattress store. Um, mm-hmm. so the zoom out and Baljeet and Buford are discussing Christmas as well in another bed. Are y'all big mattress store people? Uh, I subscribe to the belief that mattress stores are like money laundering fronts. Oh, go on. Uh, well, it's it's uh one of those big like half conspiracies that like there's like you, you don't know anyone who's ever shopped at a mattress firm but there's like a million mattress firms and they're all right next to each other. Yeah. I've definitely laid down in mattresses at stores before. Like that's, that's not a conspiracy. Yeah. I, I, uh, am not into that because, uh, uh, I, just thinking of how many other people are laying down on, on those mattresses in their outside clothes. Yeah, but that's the point. You're in your outside clothes. You get home and then you go. Yeah, but everyone's in their outside clothes and all laying on it. You're touching everyone's outside clothes. You're just laying in it. The beds are not that clean. That's all I'm saying. No, yeah, no, I get it. But then you go home and you throw it in the laundry and you take a shower after. Mm. To each their own, I guess. I don't know. I have OCD, so I'm like, I like the fact that like this doesn't bother me. I'm going to keep it. Mm-hmm. like that's a win to me mm-hmm. the fact that this doesn't bother me but a lot of other things do um anyway so uh buford has a method to not cancel christmas and he says you bully people all year long you're naughty and then at the end of the line like before christmas you do one big selfless act of kindness and Belgique mentions that he wants a kiss from someone on the mistletoe. That's his present. And Buford replies, I'm out of here. And Belgique says, I was talking about a nice girl, not you. Don't get any funny ideas. Um, so this is, again, their frenemies, enemies to lovers arc that we're all really, really to. poking holes in your headcanon here. Yes. Listen. As it should be. Anyways, uh, at Duke's Evil Incorporated, the naughty... Nutty Nectar is still running and the carolers are still harassing Dupfish Prince for some figgy pudding. Um, and Perry chatters angrily at them because he sees Dupfish Prince getting irritated. Um, so, uh, and Dupfish Prince already pulled the, the 
the lever, not the lever, the button. Uh, and the caroler suggests that the song, but it's not, it's, they should do the song, but it's Christmas Becky to which Becky says, you have got to get over me, Josh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Um, was there any, was there a lot of like uh, relationship drama in the caroling groups, Nathan? Uh, we spent all day together those days on Valentine's Day. Not that I really remember. It was just the just the general exhaustion of driving around all day and singing so much that like not so much relationship drama, but just like we're all tired and irritable because you know we're exhausted. I would like to talk about one of the ads I just got that said "Make love, not Wario." Huh. Mm-hmm. Classic. So anyways. Uh, Candace and Jeremy are also at the mall with them and Jeremy is talking on his cell phone. He hangs up and explains to Candace that Susie is pretty upset that Santa is not coming to Danville and what he he needs to do when he gets home is help her out. So he's about to head out. Candace tries to get him to do some last minute window shopping and Jeremy asks what's really wrong and Candace being Candace doesn't know how to communicate properly. Um, She says a lot of like words that make Jeremy even more confused. I didn't write them down but like Basically, she's talking about the whole situation and uh, she doesn't know how to communicate. Um, Isabella and Baljeet are lamenting in the fact that Danville is Brandon Naughty in a very sad song called Where Did We Go Wrong? Um, Which made me cry. Um, So... uh, Well, it's it's like they do do the big uh, um, like We Are the World. Yeah song i i think it's called danville for niceness and then like subtitle is santa what gives yeah that's that's when they go to the radio station um and it's very like uh the band-aid song uh what's the what's the actual name do they know it's christmas time yes do they know it's christmas time this year which Um, i think is like on the list for like worst christmas song ever Oh wow, I like that song. But I also like the no, no, not not me. I feel I think I feel like I've read this somewhere that it's yeah. like mm-hmm. universally hated. What is everyone since I guess this is our chance to talk about Christmas, uh, since we will probably always be taking off during the holidays. Uh what is everyone's favorite Christmas song? Uh or favorite Christmas song, song is uh Dominic the Donkey, yep. the Italian Christmas donkey. Yep. Yeah um i love uh last christmas but i also love i want a hippopotamus for christmas mm-hmm. uh have you seen the the clip that's going around of oscar isaac saying hip hippopotamus mm-hmm. on jimmy fallon like months ago no i have i've not seen this it resurfaced uh for reasons but uh yeah the uh the worst christmas song is the celine dion cover of john lennon's happy xmas war is over i have not heard that one <laughs> That's okay. Um, I like Last Christmas. What else do I like? I like uh, Feliz Navidad. I love the Glee mashup of uh, Deck the Halls up on the rooftop. Uh, that's a fun one. Uh, yeah. I, I will stand here and say that I'm a Glee. And it's a toxic trait of mine, but I uh, have to own it. Um, I'm trying to think. Any other Christmas songs? Navi, do you have any? Uh, I actually don't really like Christmas songs, but I also work at a radio station and have worked retail. Yeah, 
we're inundated with Christmas songs. So not a big Christmas song person. I I like uh, All I Want for Christmas is You because I like Mariah Carey. Uh, Mm -hmm. Earth, Wind, and Fire's cover of uh, Sleigh Ride is pretty good. Uh, Oh, uh, instead of of What Does He Want, Candace should have sang All I Want for Christmas is You. Santa Claus is coming to town also. Mm -hmm. That's a fun one. Um, Yeah. Uh, uh, there's, There's more uh that i could probably go into but uh, also uh oh hanukkah oh hanukkah that's a fun holiday song um the the glee version of course no the real version as well but i guess the number one is uh i want a hippopotamus for christmas okay uh doofenshmirtz ends up telling the carolers that uh when he went into the kitchen he did get some he went to get some almond brittle um he also did find some figgy and taylor pudding um, but now he's quite sheepish at how easily the problem could have been solved. Um, so meanwhile, Phoenix and Ferb are cleaning the mess up. Um, so Phineas asks if there are any chance that the elves of the North Pole had heard it. And then uh, Blaine and Cluent, I don't know how to say that. Cluent? Cluent? Cluent. Cluent. Okay. Cluent. Uh, all right. Perry is wriggling and trying to get out of his trap. Uh, when the South Tuscany CD he got from Secret Santa falls onto the floor, Doof spots it and starts to play it, enjoying the last few hours until Christmas is destroyed. Uh, Phineas is wondering if the Danville branding was a mistake when Candace walks up. Phineas introduces Blaine and Cluent as two of Santa's elves, to which Candace replies, you've got to be kidding me. Blaine remarks that it, more like half the city itself is misbehaving, and that's definitely right, not right around Danville. So yeah, so uh, the two elves show up and back at uh, Doofenshmirtz's place, uh, uh, the South Tuscany uh, CD falls out of uh, Perry's pocket, I guess. Does he have pockets? I don't know. But falls out of the trap and Doofenshmirtz decides to play it, enjoying the last few hours of Christmas until it's destroyed. Um, Anyways, uh, Phineas wonders if Danville branding was a mistake and Candace walks up and Phineas introduces um, Blaine and Cluent uh, as two of Santa's elves, to which Candace replies, you've got to be kidding me. Uh, Blaine remarks that it is more likely the city itself is misbehaving, but something is definitely not right around Danville. Uh, What would your theories be if um, your city was not getting presents, but everyone else was? Uh, Pollution, I guess. Okay. That's why the sky's gray. It's all that smog. I would say there's probably too many uh, red people, like uh, right-wing people in that area, and Santa is definitely a blue person. <laughs> Santa uh, does wear a red suit. Really uh, confusing message. Yeah, but he gives presents to everyone. Right, yeah, it's, it's confusing message. Queer or black, so Santa, Santa's definitely a homie. Um, not canceled. Um, anyways, Perry Hat. Perry's hat makes the same uh-oh sound that Monogram's watch made earlier, and a uh, minuscule TV pops up. Monogram appears on the screen, telling Perry and the Partridge that Carl actually did not give Perry the CD and to not play the CD at all. Doof chooses this exact time to crank up the volume, listening to We Wish You a Merry Christmas, which has grown on him. Suddenly, South Tuscany sings, Christmas cannot be destroyed, not even by a naughtyinator. Um, which causes the Nadianator to malfunction and break, and Doof is left puzzled as to how Sal Tuscany did that. 
Doof curses himself and Perry jumps up and punches him. We don't see how he got out of the Christmas lights, but he did. Um, mm-hmm. What's from your... the power of Christmas? Yeah, are you big Christmas lights people, Nathan and Will? Our our dad is very big into it. Yeah, I've he, never he's got a big full display that's like synced up to music and everything. Like he he starts putting Christmas lights out like end of September, middle of October. It's it's a whole ordeal. Damn. Uh, see, we don't do Christmas lights because we're always going to Brazil usually, except for 2020. So, um, and then, yeah, the, the my grandmas have like small little trees that they'll like decorate. Uh, but yeah, nothing too extravagant. Navi, I'm assuming your parents weren't super into lights. Well, they would put they- them up for the volley, but it wasn't necessarily for Christmas. But it yeah yeah and the run up to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Baljeet is sad that he will never get, kiss a girl under the mistletoe, which I mean, Baljeet, you have many years. Um, but Buford gives him a wedgie saying that he'll, he will never get to his one great act of kindness this year. Uh, Phineas asks Isabel if there was a Christmas wish that she was afraid of losing, but she replies that she doesn't celebrate Christmas because she's Jewish. But Hanukkah was excellent. She got eight great gifts. Um, but then she's like, wait, I should be sad. So she, she changes her tune. Uh, Phineas asks the elves if they really seem like bad kids to Blaine saying, no, everyone he read about was really nice, except for Buford, um, which makes sense. Uh, except for him, sorry, it was, made me laugh with the like visual of Buford just standing in front of him. Um, yeah. Phineas says that the elves could contact Santa and tell him to come to Danville, but the elves are like, well, Santa can't, come to danville he's already en route and his trip has been mapped out already uh, which that's stupid to me sorry to cut in here no the, of course go on but the logic is so stupid like because i feel like they have not been there that long to check like to check out danville like they, they have not been there that long why come to danville at all if like if the point is to check to make sure that they're naughty and if they're not naughty you would think, oh, okay, yeah, they can, they can, you know, have Christmas now. But if they're just going to come, they turn out to be nice, and they're like, oh, we can't do anything about it now. I'm like, why did you come? Yeah. Well, I mean, we do see at the at the end of this episode that like it was all according to Santa's plan. So like he he knew he had the backup. Well, yeah, but it it, it makes no sense to me, but. They, they showed up, but, like, they couldn't change anything. Mm-hmm. Well, I, yeah, I, well, I mean, they did uh, change something by letting Phineas be Santa Claus. Not to spoil what Phineas's big Christmas wish was, but that's what he wanted all along, and he got it because the elves went there. It was all, it's all connected. This is, you know, Charlie Day and the, and the red string. Yep, exactly. Uh, but anyways, Phineas is like, I got to bring Christmas to Danville at this point. So he gets in the sleigh. Phineas goes over everyone's stations. Candace is going to be the checklist person. Blaine and Cluent will make the toys. Uh, Isabella and Buford will wrap the presents down. Baljeet will feed the presents into the gift shooter, manned by Ferb. Uh, So, uh, yeah. And Buford, again, is like, you're sure it's not a clubhouse? And Phineas is like, yeah, I'm sure. Um, But the clouds created by the Nadianator block Phineas's vision. Buford's like, I will do something about this. So he goes back down and tells everyone 
turn on their Christmas lights, clearing up the sky, um, which uh, this is when he gets his act of selfless kindness. We also got a song, Christmas is Starting Now, showing all the kids doing their various jobs. Meanwhile, Jeremy has appeared on Candace's computer and Candace tells them to skip this house and she is glad that she got Jeremy the right present. Um, Ferb tries to shoot the last gift and gets stuck in the gift shooter and uh, Candace is like, that's Wendy Stinglehopper's present. And uh, she asks for a really big hat. Balji goes to help the presents get through. He gets caught in it, falls down Wendy's chimney safely because of the parachute, of course. Um, Phineas is nervous for Balji, but Balji says, goodbye, my friends. And uh, Balji brought the big hat and there's a little mistletoe. So she kisses him and then uh, he leaves, which damn Balji. Mm-hmm. Has she uh, really- did- this is the only episode we get from Wendy Stinglehopper. The only, the only Ariel instance. Winter. She the same uh, actor who voices Gretchen. Your favorite. Uh, yeah, this is this is the only the only time she shows up. She deserves better. Um, so yeah, now she really hit it and quit it. That's disrespectful. Um, I wouldn't use that phrasing. Fair. He, he kissed it and missed it. I don't know. Balji, Balji left, which was rude. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah. So what did you all think of this montage? Were you pro this or not? I thought it was fun. Did you like the song involved or is that for later that we'll discuss? Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of these songs, I don't have any like hard takes on most of these songs. A lot of them were just like fun ways to, to get through the episode. Yeah, that's fair. Um, okay, honestly, any, the oh, song, go ahead, Nathan. Uh, were you, sorry, if you no, 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 I don't. I was just gonna move forward, but I want to hear about my, your thoughts. My thing with the with the song is for the longest time, um, I, I did have to look it up, but um, I always thought that um, Joey Fatone was singing. Mm-hmm. I always thought that was Joey Fatone's voice for some reason, but then I looked it up, and apparently, it's from a band called Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. So, shout oh, wait, out to I Matt. know this band. Yeah. Uh, let me look it up. Uh, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. I think I know this. A contemporary band. swing revival band. Were they in Vinny and Scooby Doo? Scooby Doo. I'm pretty sure they were. I could not tell you. Yes, they were in the, the Night of the Living Doo, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. That's where I know this band from. There you go. Yeah. But, like, they sound like Joey Fatone. All of them? Probably, well, I mean, probably just the guy in, singing. At least in this song. I'll, I, I I'll, I'll have to re-listen. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, we go. Uh, they end up returning home because um, they finished their job. Oh, wait, I skipped the whole section. Uh, Perry jumps out of the window and Doofus turns to meditation and stuff that he hates Christmas. And he's then happy because he realizes he got his Christmas wish to hate Christmas. Uh, Phineas congrats everyone on their work when they return home. Candace excuses herself from Paris to go see Jeremy. Baljeet and Buford arrive, and Baljeet says, Phineas, your clubhouse is on fire. And uh, Phineas realizes that it's not smoke, but steam. They get onto the roof, and Santa comes out. He was schwitzing, um, which I thought was funny. It's steam. Yes. Steam from the steam clams. Clancy Brown was the voice of Santa as well. So. Ah, yeah, that's not the voice I was doing, but okay. I thought you were doing Mr. Krabs. I was doing steamed hams. Ah, it's a it's a Simpsons. Simpsons. Bit. Yeah, no, I got you. Uh, 
Doofenshmirtz uh, complains about how much he hates Christmas and smashes Perry's South Tuscany CD on the floor. But then he, we see that uh, South Tuscany is Santa Claus um, based on the- Just with an extra, extra, an extra Y. Yes. Which, um, no some, duh. Some real, uh, some real Count Olaf shit. Yep. Um, so Doofenshmirtz uh, calls his uncle Justin to thank him for the Naughtyinator plans, but look at the package closely. Realizes the package says Barneo, not Borneo, and the operator tells him that Barneo is in the North Pole. So yeah, Santa Claus with the embarrassing leftover Y uh, is what South Tuscany is. Um, us South Tuscany, actually, not just South Tuscany. Uh, he looks at the cover of CD case and South Tuscany is Santa Claus. Uh, yeah. Uh, Candace runs out the door to go to Jeremy's house. When she opens the door, Jeremy is already there. Jeremy gives Candace her present, a pair of earrings, because he knew that she was thinking about selling the necklace to get them or making her necklace into a pair of them. And Candace asks how he afforded it. He said he sold his guitar. Uh, Candace says, oh, well, I knew you wanted the electric one, the silver one. Um, so she got that for him. And Candace sold her good necklace to get the guitar. Um, and the guests were perfect. And they give each other a hug. Cand- Candace and Jeremy really do a whole, uh, whole gift to the Magi to thing here. Go ahead, Nathan. He said no, the same no, thing I said. No, I said the exact same thing. Real gift oh. to the Magi shit going on. Ah, okay. Um, anyways, Phineas says he thought Santa was not coming to Danville to Santa Claus, and Santa said he would not want to miss out the cool rest stop Phineas made. He also thanks Phineas for doing the Danville run and reads Phineas's Christmas wish to everyone to be like Santa for one day. Santa asks if he can have the clubhouse, which Buford blurts out, I knew it was a clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, Phineas says that he can, and Santa hitches it on the ride. He flies away, but uh, Phineas asks Ferb what his Christmas wish was, and Ferb tells him to look at the paper, which bears the headline, World Peace. And obviously that is not possible, so uh, Phineas astounded. Um, but then Ferb said, no, look down in the bottom corner of the paper. There's a picture of Ferb playing a harmonica with the headline, Local Boy Gets Harmonica. Um, I love Ferb. Uh, the Flynn Fletcher station wagon pulls up into the driveway. Linda Lawrence and uh, Lawrence's parents uh, pile out. Um, Grandma proclaims that she made a figgy pudding pie. Um, and uh, we also me- neglected to mention that uh, while they were in the air, Candace saw them on the plane, um, which was a funny visual. Uh, and then we get a brief glance of what everyone gets for Christmas with the song, Thank You, Santa. And at the end, Perry the Platypus is putting a hat on a snowman as he did before. Um, the snowman, we get the same thing where we hear a crash, but this time the snowman um, did not get hit. It was a vegetable truck that almost hit him, spilling all the vegetables, and that's why the carrot rolled up. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah, I like the I like the montage in the in the Thank You Santa song. Uh, we get to see a lot of like what people are buying to other people that I think is very funny. And also Mitchell Musso sings, yeah, uh, which we do not get very often in this show. No, yeah, Mitchell Musso is a great singer. I will say that. Yeah, I know. I noticed a couple of things in that montage. Did Did anyone else notice that um, the gift that uh, Phineas and Ferb got with the snowboard seemed very uh, phallic? I did not. Did Will? Uh, no, I didn't. I, I didn't laughing notice that background. one. If you, if you look at, like, as they're unwrapping it, like, the placement mm-hmm. of the presents, it's very clearly very phallic. I'll, I'll go back and look and see if, see if there's a wiener there. But, uh, but, but also, the, the, the Charlie Brown bit. The, yeah, the I did like that. That the, one was funny. 
I liked how, how Carl got Major Monogram a picture of them together and Major Monogram got Carl a picture of himself that said, to whom it may concern, Merry Christmas. That was funny. I, I noticed like another kind of continuity note. Um, I had to look it up where like the original episode happens, but I think it's in Gaming the System. I don't know mm-hmm. how long ago that episode was, but he he's talking to or Monogram is talking to Perry and he's like, we hacked Doofenshmirtz's email, by the way, you're getting a vase and it shows a picture mm-hmm. of the vase. And then whenever you, you get to the credit scene and they're like giving gifts to each other, Perry opens his gift and it is in, in fact that same vase. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so should we go to a musical break? Sure, let's do it. You see, Valentine's is torture and my birthday is a mess. New Year's is a lot of noise and our birthday's a pest. Halloween's a horror, but I guess I must confess that I really don't hate Christmas. You see, Flag Day is infernal, April Fool's is just a bore. Mardi Gras a waste unless you own a candy store. All these other holidays, I can admit that I am bored, but I really don't hate Christmas. Now it isn't that I like it at the most, I feel ambivalence. But should I really just destroy it, I'll admit that I'm still on the fence. It makes me tense. From the evil scientist community, I'm sure to get injected, but for Christmas I can't seem to summon any true invective because what is there to hate? I mean, it's really so subjective. No, I really don't hate Christmas. I hate puppy dogs and kittens. I hate flowers in the spring. Heck, I even hate the sunshine and the birdies when they sing. I can work up animosity for almost anything. Tell me why I don't hate Christmas. Though my childhood was atrocious, Christmas never was that bad, you see. So the most that I can muster is complete and total apathy. What's wrong with me? How can I prove that I'm an evil villain worth a salt when with a holiday so jolly I can't even find a fault? If I didn't feel ambiguous, I'd launch a big assault, but I really don't hate Christmas. Oh, what the heck? Kick line! No, I really... No, I really don't hate Christmas! I have an intense burning indifference. Oh, well. Come on, guys. Let's make up some lost time. Grab some holly and mistletoe, cause we're gonna go out tonight. We're gonna bask in the electric glow of a billion little colored lights. We got a lot to do before the dawn to hit the minimum of introspection. I think you better put your mittens on, shake a jingle bell in my direction. Sometimes I feel like a big snowman that's falling under a plow. But tonight I'm on top of the world, we're gonna bring it around somehow. Christmas is starting now. Oh yeah, Christmas is starting now. Oh, that's right, Christmas is starting now. Oh yeah, Christmas is starting now. Right now. Yeah. Good going, guys. We only have a few more blocks to go.
scare me into writing a letter to Santa, yeah, yeah. That old Christmas feeling, singing what I'm doing, yeah. And we are feedback, everyone. So uh, William and Navi are going to split the feedback section today. Uh, but uh, who do we go for to first? Navi, I guess? Uh, yep. Yes. So we got a tweet from Giovanni here. Um, okay. So Giovanni asks uh, on the Twitter, uh, which Christmas story was better, Christmas Vacation or Swinter? And uh, I think my answer is pretty obvious, but I want to ask the rest of the panel. What was I... the question exactly? Which Christmas episode was better? Yes. Christmas Vacation for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, Swinter, it was, it was winter in the summer. This was uh, an actual holiday special. I, I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah. I neglected to mention that uh, there's like, multiple versions of this episode so disney channel disney xd had the 45 minute version um plus a 30 minute version that was edited down like to air and then they also had the abc family freeform version which they added swinter at the end to make it a full hour mm -hmm. um and i can read the differences later if you want but uh, i found that also yeah the but um uh so we all we all saw the the 45 minute version yes uh that's what they have on on disney plus now and some of these are just they cut out scenes, they cut out um, like reaction shots. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. They're, there's a lot of like small filler that can, they can definitely come out, uh, cut out. Yeah. Anyways, any other questions, Navi? Uh, yeah. So Giovanni also asks, what are your other favorite Christmas specials from other animated shows? I know that Nathan kind of went a bit into his list, but uh, mm -hmm. did you guys want to elaborate on that at all? Not on Nathan's list. There was another one where uh, there was another uh, Rugrats episode where Phil and Lil do a little uh, gift of the Magi thing with each other where uh, Phil has a Reptar doll and Lil has a coloring book and Lil sells her coloring book so she can get uh, crayons for, or sorry, she sells her coloring book so Phil can get a space helmet for his Reptar, and Phil sells his Reptar so she can get crayons for her coloring book. Uh, um, a, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. So that, yeah, that, that Rugrats Christmas special I liked a lot. Um, there was some other, uh, uh, there's a Johnny Bravo one with Donny Osmond that I remember a lot as a kid. Uh, and then there are several, several King of the Hill Christmas episodes uh, that are great. Uh, Miss Wakefield is one. Uh, the Father, the Son, and JC, where Jimmy Carter shows up, is is a really funny episode. Uh, and then the one where Hank and Bobby are like semi truck drivers. That's another another great uh, King of the Hill Christmas episode. Um, remind me what's on your list, uh, Nathan, so I just don't copy you. Um. I got all the Glee episodes. Um, I got the three SpongeBob Christmas episodes, a Fairly Odd Parents Christmas episode, um, this episode, uh, Mickey's Once and Twice Upon a Christmas, and Snowed In at the House of Mouse. 
Okay, so Notre Dame at the House of Mouse is definitely one of mine uh, as well. And the SpongeBob and Fairly Odd Parents. Um, there's a a Danny Phantom Christmas episode that I mm-hmm. love that is like the Nightmare Before Christmas. Everything it's like the poetry ghost, mm-hmm. um, who like is writing a poem, but his power is that like he makes Danny do whatever is in the uh is in the episode. Um, there's a Ben Ten Christmas episode also that I remember liking. Um, yeah, so there's like some of those. Oh. Uh, a Dora episode would always air in Brazil at, at the, around that time. Um, I believe there was a Totally Spies, but I'm not positive. Um, so mm. yeah, there's like a lot of fun stuff. Like every show had Christmas episodes or like holiday episodes. Um, the probably the biggest one though was uh, the House of Mouse. Um, Demper's New School had a Christmas one. Oh so yes, Navi. Uh, mm-hmm. Shaolin Showdown. Oh uh, yes. I think I think uh, Avatar was the only one that didn't have a Christmas episode. <laughs> right? Yeah, it'd be it'd be kind of weird. Uh, I I don't know that it would fit in Avatar. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there any others that I remember? Well, um, uh, the one that always comes to mind for me is the Hey Arnold. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That was my favorite. That's probably my favorite Christmas special from an animated show. Yeah. Oh, Drake and Josh Christmas. Uh, which isn't animated oh, with, but, with uh, Kimbo mm, Slice. Yes, and and uh, Crazy Steve's got the like industrial wood chipper. Yep, make it snow. Wait, it, who is Kimbo Slice's like cellmate? Yeah, Kimbo Slice is the MMA fighter. I in real life he's an MMA fighter. Yeah, yeah. There's an X Men episode. That's probably. Funny. I yeah. I remember some like Justice League Unlimited Christmas episodes. Yeah, Teen Titans <laughs> probably had one too. Clifford's Puppy Days has one. Shout out to Nicole and Jacob. Uh, yeah, no, there's like so many. Like Elmo, of course, has some Christmas episodes. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Muppets, the Muppets Christmas Carol. Does that count? I don't know if it's an episode so much as a movie, but it's a it's a good it's a good Christmas movie. I remember the Barney also had a Christmas movie that was kind of lit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's um that's our Thingamajig and also Scooby yeah. you, of course. Oh, uh, Nutcracker Scoop. So there we go. I will stop reading lists. The 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 Mickey Mouse Nutcracker bit. That's part of the Snowden at the House of Mouse, right? Yes, as is um the is. the one that and there's uh, a Chippendale one. Carol. Yeah. Oh, did y'all see mm-hmm. the trailer for the new Chippendale movie? Uh, I might have. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. It, I, I, I'm uh, excited for it. It's the Andy Samberg John Mulaney. Yeah. One. Navi and I were talking about this before oh, before you all got on the podcast or on the call. Um, did you all hear that Disney is making another live-action Haunted Mansion movie? Uh, I've heard. <laughs> I, I knew that. That's why I think the Tim Burton or some someone was like at the Haunted Mansion. Or was it uh, Guillermo del Toro? Is he doing? Is he involved? Maybe. Yeah. Well, if he's involved, I'm like very intrigued. I want to, I need to rewatch the Eddie Murphy one. There yeah, was I a think, Muppet think... Haunted Mansion. Yes, that was funny. Last Halloween or something. That, that was, was funny it that was, was great. funny that was a good time it had Nathan, no we, we got to talk about it this halloween yeah yes. absolutely that shit was funny anyway sorry to interrupt uh yeah so i think i think they're gonna try to start doing like more live action movies based on the ride properties that they have like yeah the jungle cruise they're redoing haunted mansion they're doing tower of terror um would be nice if they kept their taxes separated from the florida government but we can't all have nice things. Mm-hmm. Navi, what else is there in the feedback section? Uh, I think that's about it. 
Well, and we talked about Elizabeth Sweet also. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So let's get into the stuff we keep track of every week. Uh, so, so I guess there's there's so many songs, and if they were to go on any playlist, I think it would be any kind of Christmas playlist. So instead, I will ask the question: What was your favorite song in the episode? Um. Like I know Duke's Nathan. The best. Yeah, Dupe was funny, but I think yeah. unlike Nathan, I actually kind of enjoyed this, the Candace one. I thought it was funny. I, I thought the visual stuff was fun, but probably the Band-Aid version, like the Christmas Danville song. Danville for niceness. Yeah. Santa Danville what gives. Niceness. It reminds me of that episode of Phineas and Ferb where, uh, not Phineas and Ferb, but Fairly Odd Parents, where uh, they get the, the magical microphone to when Vicky takes all the kids. Um like the parents go away for the summer and then Timmy gets the magical microphone to be like, no, Vicky sucks. But she mm -hmm. said that you all are morons. Like, I don't know, whatever, for whatever reason that reminded me of that. Yeah. I, I love a good Doofenshmirtz production. I, I really don't hate Christmas. I really like, I really don't hate Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um. So as far as better than or worse than reading, is uh I, I guess there's so many things they did today that like is is uh sledding down while still in your bed better or worse than reading worse bed sleds worse than reading i have bed sleds better because you can read in the bed sled because it's it's bed sleds if it's regular sleds i i'm not into regular sleds but yeah bed like sleds, I, I, I don't have to get out of bed and i can stay in my pajamas sign me up but i don't want to go outside that's true it's like that's minus true. 40 I am I am very like uh, disillusioned on snow. I'm I'm kind of out on snow these days. Yeah, yeah there's still like snow outside. Cold. It's insane. Um. So what about what about uh, Band Aid concert? I think it's better fun. worse than reading. It's once a well, year. Not, yeah. Yeah. I think. Uh, I well, I'm not a big concert person. So yes. <laughs> What about hosting, uh, like like being Santa Claus and and running the whole thing? Have any of you ever been Santa Claus, like for a family gathering or whatever? Uh, I don't know how I would be Santa Claus. Santa Claus, no, is like his oh. own thing, and I'm just a guy. No, no, no. Like, have you ever had to dress up for, as Santa, like for oh, a family like playing as a character? Yeah. Got it. Uh, no, I, I've not. I have. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> They're like, you're big, you do this. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways. Did you do what what were like some of the like highlight moments uh, during your time as Santa? Um uh, were there any? It was a would hot, you call it cosplay? Is it Santa cosplay? <laughs> Not this. <laughs> Felipe's a Santa furry. You heard it here first. No, that is not accurate. <laughs> His persona is a reindeer. That is not accurate. Hey, uh, furries know how to party. <laughs> I'll give them that. We'll let the furries live this week. The Naughtyinator. Does that impress the professor or no? Um. Yeah. But, I think. But but but. He, it's from Uncle Justin, so Uncle Justin impressed it. I think it definitely does for me. Um, you want to get into the tears? Sure. Tier so, um, 
let's see, just to, just to uh, update the audience on what our tiers look like. Uh, so we have five tiers from top to bottom. Uh, the top tier episodes are Queen of Mars. Right below that is Yummy, Yummy, Yummy. Third tier is OK. Fourth tier is Satellite Fell to Earth. And fifth tier is Busted. We only have one episode we're rating this week. Uh, where did it go? Felipe, what, what tier do you have there? No, I don't want to go first. <laughs> I'm thinking. There is a correct answer. Navi, so Navi what tier do you have this episode? I will be offended. Um, I'm going to put this in yummy, yummy, yummy. I overall really like the episode. Um, I Like I said, the, all of like the Candace stuff could have been resolved if she would have just communicated and that part was frustrating. So Navi is saying she hopes that the, the Candace uh, stuff was cut for the 30 minute version. Yes, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I think some of it was, honestly. Probably, yeah. My guess is like the first stuff to go in this episode, I think, is the Candace Jeremy stuff. Yeah. Um, I, Will, where are you going to put it? I, this is top tier. This is, this is Queen of Mars. Yeah, that's where uh, I'm if, gonna put it. If if suddenly Susie is top tier, this is this is certainly top tier. Oh no, suddenly Susie was a better episode than this. I will say that. This was I great, agree. but this is still top tier for me. This is Queen of Mars as well. I just wanted to see if everyone was gonna do it, because um, I don't want to influence Navi if she wasn't feeling it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, this is top tier for me. But suddenly Susie is a better episode. And Nathan, I will, is this, I will is stand this by that top tier for you too? Oh, duh, absolutely. That's that's what I figured. Yeah. Uh, so now moving on to who won the episode, um, Nathan. I'll let you. I'll let you get us started. Who Who are you giving your guest point to for who won this episode? Um, I think. I think hands down, it's got to be Belgique for me. Ooh, um, the okay. the the slickness of planting that kiss on um, Wendy Sinclopper. I mean, he working it. I, I I have to go with Belgique. There you go. Point to Belgique. Felipe, where are you going? I'm going Wendy. Man, now I gotta add another name to the list. Yep, okay. you got to. But Wendy. Just so, just so I had to na- add a name to the list. You picked. A I mean, I could give it to was, Nosy if you, you want. Picked, you picked a character within that. the episode. You for could, Forty-five you could, seconds. You could. You could give it to Nosy. Oh, no, I, I will. I will give it to Wendy. I'm just complaining about having to type. Yeah. So uh, Wendy gets my point. I feel like if I, 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 I actually, if y'all don't give who I. Mm, I'm between Wendy and Phineas. That's what I would say. But I'll give it to Wendy because she doesn't have another episode. But Phineas deserves love in this episode also. Okay, Navi, what about you? Uh, I'll give it to Major Monogram for putting his, uh, literally his entire ass into that one dance move. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was a, a fine ass. Uh, and and I, I, I did like that bit. I don't know if we st- stopped down on it when he was like, uh said something about like carl make sure you've got the camera on my butt uh i thought was very funny he put his whole major monogram mussy into it Hmm. alcussy alka no well we'll workshop it we'll workshop it yeah what about you will who are you giving your point to and why is it funniest uh i'm i'm gonna give it to uh doofenshmirtz i i love a uh uh a Doofenshmirtz production. Uh, I love that uh, he he got his uh, reason for hating Christmas um, 
his his storyline was very funny to me. Uh, his his partridge on a parry made me laugh a lot. I, I think he had he had the most la- Felice Navi dead to me. I could give him a point just for the line Felice Navi dead to me. I I also thought about Doofenshmirtz just just for the pettiness of him looking for a reason to use the Navianator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was considering giving it to Doof, but I remembered, oh yeah, we're giving Doof a lot of points, and I yeah, kind of yeah, want to spend yeah. up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was very close to giving to Phineas. I think Phineas had a good episode. I think so, yeah, too. Yeah, I, I think... I this is think the most depth did. we've seen him. Yeah. You're not talking about animation-wise, you're talking about human rise, right? Yeah. <laughs> he, he, there's not a lot of depth in Phineas and Ferb, like 2D animation, but yeah um yeah is that the episode did i freeze no you're uh, did you will freeze did you're will not freeze? frozen for me i think you we'll let him freak out okay well in the meantime we'll keep going uh this is actually episode 51 for us. Nathan, you are the first person to come on this podcast post 50 episodes. We didn't even realize that last episode was episode 50. So high five to all of us. Yes. Navi is the host now. Oh, oh okay. Bye. Well, um, we're still recording, right? Yeah. Yes, we're still recording. Will just said bye. He was like, uh, 51 episodes, I'm out. He said, I quit. Yeah. Nathan, do you want to replace him? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, should we start getting into play? I don't, I think we should just vamp until Will gets back. Um, a little vamping. Yes. Any favorite Halloween episodes you watch every year, Nathan? Besides, like, are, is Christmas uh, the only thing no, that you for? It, it's not really Halloween for me. It's, it's all about Christmas. Will, we were In talking fact. shit. No, you missed me do the Wendy Williams little vamping. Ah, yeah. So just to uh, recap the points, Doofenshmirtz now slightly extending his lead with 15 points. Candace still in Seoul, second place with eight. Uh, Stacy Ferb Perrion still in third with six. Uh, Baljeet has now joined fourth place with five points alongside Isabella and Irving. Irving's Irving's gift was very funny to me. Where oh, he, the Phineas and Ferb clothes? Phineas and Ferb's clothes. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, you, you also missed out. Uh, we were just celebrating that we'd done this 51 episode. So uh, do you have any words to share or no? Uh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. After that... Uh, Planty, Jeremy, and Phineas all have three points. Uh, Major Monogram has now joined the group with two points, uh, including Jenny, Elizabeth, Meep, Starnosed Mole, Marty the Rabbit Boy, Mishti, Jerry the Platypus, an alligator, Linda Lawrence, Vivian Garcia Shapiro, and now also Major Monogram, and Wendy Stinglehopper is now on the board. Yes, Wendy Queen. Uh, uh so next week or next episode i'm moving next week so we may or may is this not our last record. podcast oh uh, no we'll do one more this weekend but uh this is our last podcast of phineas and ferb in this apartment uh th- no this this will be my last podcast in this apartment uh for for this podcast if if we record next week it will be after i have already moved to a different apartment so this is the last one of this that i will record in here 
Um, but next week or next episode, we have Undercover Carl and Hip Hop Parade, two episodes that I do not remember. Me, I think I is undercover Carl the one that we get. Carl, he is an intern and he has to do Perry the Platypus's job for a day. I thought we've already had that song, yeah. But is that the one where he has to do Perry's job for a day? Maybe I couldn't tell you. Okay, it's so I remember it, but yeah, we're at this stretch that it's like I don't know, flip a coin if I've seen it or not. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, we're Nathan, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, uh, where Uh, can the where can the people keep up with you? Um, let's see. You can follow me on Twitter at Nathan underscore Davis 74, or you can. What's the 74 um, for? Uh, you, it's, it's the number call. of good noodle stars. He the has. number of good noodle stars. Okay. Or you can follow me on Instagram at Nathan follows Nick. Who's Nick? Uh, Nick is a friend of our other brother that has not been on this podcast. Um, okay. But and one of Nathan's followers and followees, more yes, importantly, very much so. That's funny. Uh, and do you have a pop culture plug? Um, I got I got two plugs. So um, first of all, um, I'm still on my Big Brother Canada rewatch. Um, I am um, up to season nine. Um, I skipped season eight because that was garbage. Um, so. Uh, Watch, watch Big Brother Canada on Paramount Plus, people. Um, season and, nine is bussing. Season, season nine, nine is bussing, and season ten is ongoing, and it's also bussing. Not as bussing as last year. I will. I I'll say that. But it's still pretty good. Anyways, you know, if you're looking for a reality TV uh, itch, um, I suggest watching Big Brother Canada. Then my. I hope Helena wins. Hmm? Me too. I want, I want Helena to win. I just want Helena to win so that Twitter loses its fucking mind. Uh, I'll just say this. I think, I think. Hey, let's do this later. Let's get through the plugs. Yeah. I'm hungry. Anyway, my my other plug. Um, If, I don't know if you can find it anywhere, but I've been playing um, Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door for about the fifth time through. And and probably my favorite game of all time. So. It's um, a really good game. It's, it's an amazing game. So like if, if anyone wants a good video game, um, I don't know if you can run it. I don't know if there's an emulator somewhere because it's an old game from like 2004. But if you get a chance to play it or find it somewhere, I would suggest to play it. Cool, cool, cool. cool. William, let's go from one Davis brother to another. Uh, yeah, you can follow me anywhere at Davis, Will on all major social media. Um, EATV is coming back soon. We should be recording this weekend. Um, so that'll be exciting. Any teas for the podcast? Um, we're just kind of catching up. We've, we've got a lot to discuss. A lot has cool. happened in our absence. Uh, so there's lots of things to talk about. Um, pop culture plug, Barry's back. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm Shout very out to excited about previous guests of our podcast, Kate Evans, who yeah. worked on Barry. Just wanted to give her a shout out. Very excited about Barry on HBO. And uh, Carly Rae Jepsen is about to release a new single on May the 6th called Western Wind. So go pre-save Western Wind. Navi, what's up with you? You can follow me. How's Naruto? (laughs) Okay, well, 
Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Cause I'm Navi. As for my Naruto update, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, when it's actual canon content and it's actually going, I really love it. Nathan, I would be very interested. If you ever decide to watch Naruto, I would be very interested in hearing your thoughts on it. I think you would have opinions on some of the choices that these characters make. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm actually like um, trying to catch up on SAO. Um, uh-huh. so some of the some of the later seasons dropped on Netflix um, like I watched season one and then I kind of dropped off because I couldn't find it anywhere but I saw that a lot of seasons are now on Netflix so that's what I've been catching up on yeah I haven't watched SAO uh, but I know about it through the memes like I know it's like a big yeah. like meme show on the internet yeah um yeah but as for my pop culture plug I don't know what my pop culture plug is. I guess Spy Family, that's a show that's running right now that's really fun, uh, very wholesome. Go check that one out. Love that. Uh, in terms of me on, you can follow all my social media at With the Fleep and then at Brazil Dragon Pod for every single Brazilian Dragon Network update. Uh, just to give you the rundown, Sundays slash Mondays, the Sunday nights, Monday mornings, we got Pretty Little Liars. You can keep a secret with AJ and Jay. Uh, and then on Tuesdays, we got uh, the Dragon Babies coverage of Gravity Bros, the Gravity Falls podcast. Plus this week, we dropped Total Drama Island on Tuesday because there was nothing else on the Brazilian Dragon. So uh, we're chugging along with that. Episode 100 is coming up. And I'm very excited of that. Actually, it should be in your feeds by the time you're listening to this. And you might see some familiar faces on episode 100. We're playing Felipe's Funhouse Trivia Game. Mm-hmm. um so that's exciting so uh, i hope you all ch- tune into that otherwise my pop culture plugs i have two real quick ones uh i saw Heartstopper based on recommendation from matt scott on netflix i binged it and it's so good i felt very represented by it uh nick's journey in particular so i definitely think everyone should watch that uh and then also uh insecure just if you haven't seen it watch it uh, it's so good. Uh, with that said, there you go. Any Next. final thoughts? Any hashtags? Uh, hashtag Naughty Nectar. Yes. Uh, Next time for joining us. <laughs> yes. Thank of you, of course. Next time is Undercover Carl and Hip Hop Parade. Until next time, Corn Dog, Corn Dog. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Bye. What you're doing today I know, you know What you're doing Isabella Buford Phineas and Ferb Candace gonna bust you if you...